Welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. I help the everyday woman grow her mindset and spirituality in her daily life in order to break comparison to the Instagram perfect lifestyle. Join me as we navigate the stress and anxiety of our daily routines and reclaim our power to cultivate our most authentic life. Let's start romanticizing the mundane together. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. Happy Mindful Monday, everybody. I hope your week is starting off well. We're in May. It's going to be May. I Like, it's insane how fast this year is going that, like, the school year is almost, I mean, the school year is basically almost over. I got, you know, two months left. And then it's summer. And I am so excited for summer. It's my favorite season of all time. But as I get older, I am I am falling in love with fall a little bit more. But summer, there's just something, the genesis qua of summer. So I hope you guys are enjoying any beautiful weather. I hope you're starting to explore the outdoors, getting some fresh air, making sure you find your sit spot, if you will. You guys know what I'm talking about if you listen to some previous episodes, connecting with the outdoors and just enjoying it, enjoying the nice weather, enjoying the sunlight. So make sure you're taking the time to be mindful, give yourself grace, all of the things. Okay. Let's take a deep breath in, deep breath out. Hello. Welcome. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. If you're new here, I'm Allie Brooke and I'm an educator on a mindful mindset, healing, growing journey, just a lot of things in one and just sharing what I've learned. So hopefully it can help you as well, along with bringing on such amazing guests with their expertise. And speaking of amazing guests today, I am so excited for you guys to listen to this episode. I have Tara Swan back on the episode. She was first on here with episode 64, I believe. It's one of the top 10 episodes, by the way. So you guys love Tara. She messaged me a couple days ago and was like, I would love to come back on the pod and just have a great conversation with you again because we had such a phenomenal interview last time. I loved speaking with Tara. I thought the conversation was really impactful. Clearly, you guys enjoyed it as well. So Tara Swan is back on the pod today. And just a little bit of a refresher, Tara Swan is is passionate about helping heart-driven people free themselves from fear to step into their true power and potential. Her highest intention is to help raise the collective consciousness. Through her work as an emotional empowerment coach and new author, she inspires people to think outside the box, break up with their insecurities, and show up with confidence to consciously create a life they adore waking up to every day. I love Tara. We had another fantastic conversation really surrounding the importance of redefining anxiety and redefining and shifting the perspective of how we associate anxiety with our identity and breaking free of the latch that anxiety really holds over a lot of us. So it was such a helpful conversation, especially, you know, I do suffer from chronic anxiety. So talking with Tara about this specific thing was not only helpful for me, but I hope it's also useful and impactful for you guys as well. So thank you guys so much for the support and the love. Make sure to 
subscribe, rate and review on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review and follow me on Spotify. Follow me at the Growth Mindset Gal on Instagram. And let's dive into today's episode. Hi, Growth Mindset Gang. I am so excited that we have a guest back on the podcast, Ms. Tara Swan. And when Tara was first on the episode, she was all about treating yourself with love and compassion. And now we're shifting now into today's episode revolving around anxiety. So Tara, thank you so much for coming back on the pod. Do you want to reintroduce yourself to the Growth Mindset Gang? Yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much for having me back on here. I loved our last conversation, so I'm excited to see where this one goes. Um, Yeah, so my name is Tara Swan. I am based in Western Australia. I'm an emotional empowerment coach and a mom of two boys. And I started, do you want me to just go into my, a bit about my story, my journey? Go for it. Mm -hmm. So most of my life, I struggled with chronic anxiety and depression, and that led to other issues. So um, addiction, drinking, and an autoimmune disease as well. And I went through a bit of a health journey back when I was 23, healed a lot of my physical health issues through food and lifestyle, but I still struggled with chronic anxiety and depression up until I was 31 years old. So what shifted at 31 was that I started my personal development journey and I started delving into that world, expanding my mindset. My confidence slowly grew, but something was still holding me back. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I started working with my emotions, connecting with my emotional body and releasing emotions from my past that I was able to fully free myself from anxiety, self-doubt and really step into my confidence and power. And when I discovered that, I... It was one day where I was, you know, had this anxiety attack around speaking and holding a live masterclass for my business. And I thought, I can't do this. Um, But I ended up sitting with that and and felt an emotion move through me, release the emotion. And as soon as I released it, I found clarity on where that had stemmed from in the first place, um, which was my sister sort of challenging and criticizing a lot of what I said growing up. Now that seems like an insignificant thing, like it's something just siblings, you know, sort of mm-hmm. do to each other. But to me, little Tara made that mean something about herself. She made it mean that it wasn't safe to speak her truth, that it wasn't wasn't okay to use her voice, um, or it wasn't safe to use her voice. So with those unconscious beliefs, those emotions I was holding on to. I really struggled to move past that for most of my life until I until this day came and I released that emotion and then I was free from that fear and was able to show up with confidence, clarity, certainty in what I was doing. And I knew from that day that I'd discovered something profound. And so I thought to myself, I need to, to delve further into this. And that's where the whole emotional empowerment coaching came from was I was able to fully step into my power. I was able to free myself from relationship insecurities, um, anxieties, self-doubt to the point now where I'm publishing two books in one year. Mm-hmm. And that has all come through releasing emotions and also using emotions to create the life that I really want to live. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that's the the sort of 
summary, I guess, of my story. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's amazing because I mean, you having to come back on the pod, which I was so excited for you to do because just as a viewer myself of like looking at your content and things like that, I believe we did our interview like over the summer and now we're in April and just from my own, you know, viewing, like you've grown so much and discovering more and more about yourself where I think it's so cool. Like the, it's a healing journey, which I talk about a lot where it's like, you think you healed, but then you just keep going and going and going. Because when we had our first conversation, it was a beautiful conversation. And then you've even grown into more of yourself than even from, you know, July or August of last year to now. And it's just so important for us to realize that when we're going on this mindset or healing journey with our emotions, with our stress and anxiety, like it's limitless. Like we think we healed and then we're like, oh, I can get even better. I can grow even stronger. I can understand myself even more. And I love your story because a lot of us that have anxiety on a daily basis, we just say to ourselves, oh, I have anxiety or I'm anxious. And we don't really talk about, well, like, where did that come from though? Because do we actually come out of the womb anxious, right? And yes, anxiety is a natural part of our life because of our human design and things like that. Anxiety does have pros to it at a certain level for like safety and security and things like that. But when you have chronic anxiety and it affects your daily life, we're just like, oh, I just have anxiety. I just have to deal with it without realizing, hmm, where does this stem from? What's the root of it? And I love that you brought up, well, and came from your childhood. And a lot of us don't even really realize it came from that. We're just adults now. We're like, well, why am I anxious all the time? And I kind of had a similar journey where I learned with my own anxiety and why it pops up is because when I was a little girl, I wasn't allowed to make mistakes. So my realm of anxiety is always don't make a mistake. And if you make a mistake, it's going to be really bad. So you have to be perfect all the time. So that's kind of where mine comes from. And I didn't realize that I was in a thing until I started going to therapy and we kind of, you know, we do the deep dive and we kind of figure out where these things are coming from. So I love that you learned more, even more about yourself than from the last time we spoke. And now you're publishing, I mean, two books at once where it's like, if, what can this woman not do? It's, it's amazing what you're doing. And I think it's beautiful that you're creating something from what you are learning to help others. So do you want to tell us about your book, the title, what's all about, what inspired you to create it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I want to point out a couple of things you said there. Um, the first one is like you're right, this this journey is ongoing, it's mm-hmm. never ending. There is no there, like you think you get there and then there's and then there's more. And that's not a bad thing. I think that's a beautiful thing because I think our purpose here is like a collective purpose is to grow and evolve, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're not sort of doing that if you if you don't have more to work through um then you just become stagnant in life and I don't think that's healthy for anyone so I mean maybe it's a slight obsession of mine but when you commit to this work you you are committed for life basically like there's no going back once you discover what you know like what you learn you you have to keep going it's like I didn't realize I could feel this good and then you get to another level and you're like, I didn't realize I could feel this good. And yeah. then it just keeps going. You start realizing you're limitless. Yes. And that was kind of my um, journey as well. And I think we spoke, 
think I've had two big transformational periods since we last spoke, you know, mm-hmm. like two sort of metamorphosis, metamorphosis states or phases. And it was beautiful. Like it was painful, sure, but it was beautiful. And I never thought I could trust myself enough to continue writing a book. I never thought that I had it. Like I have been passionate about writing since I was 12 years old. Mm-hmm. I used to write poetry in high school, you know, like I loved it but I didn't think I was good enough to ever write a book. Mm-hmm. And I think kind of why I'm doing it. That's why I'm doing it. And I'm going to probably jump on Instagram live this so I can share this, but like I am not only writing and publishing these books to help the collective. That's definitely one of my intentions to make a bigger impact, but mainly it's to show myself that I can do it. It's to mm-hmm. show myself that I am enough, that I'm worthy of doing this, show myself that I do know enough and to stay consistent in writing a book helps me build trust in myself as well. So mm-hmm. kind of selfish reasons, but also. Um, it's okay to be selfish here and there. If it's for the good of the collective, it's okay to be selfish once in a while. It's important to be selfish. Mm-hmm. Very selfish. Um, but yeah, so my books, so they're, they're both based on my personal journey Mm -hmm. and the first one the first one is titled you don't have anxiety Mm -hmm. and you said something there like we say we have anxiety or I am anxious Mm -hmm. the reason I've titled it you don't have anxiety is because anxiety is not your identity I thought anxiety when I was diagnosed and that I was diagnosed for life, that it was just something I had to live with and that I just could deal with it forever. And I used to say, I am anxious, I have anxiety, but the truth is anxiety is just a small part in a broader picture and also it's a symptom, a manifestation of a deeper issue. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's what kind of what I delve into in my first book is how I discovered that and how I went from chronic anxiety to confidence so it's a, a self-revival guide basically to find um, that radical self-trust, that inner freedom and that confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just on anxiety, like I said, because anxiety is just a small piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. So that's my first book and I'm so excited to bring that one out. That one I wrote last year and then I went through my one of my metamorphoses, right, like a, a transformational period and that's when I wrote my second book. So there's a huge difference in energy between the first book and the second book, both really um, purposeful and um, serving people at different stages of their journey. The second one is when I truly embraced my feminine, stepped into my power and started consciously creating the life that I truly wanted. Mm-hmm. And so that's what the second base, that second book is based on. And that's titled Becoming Her. I so that one yeah yeah it's it's beautiful and I was reading through it yesterday because it's come back the first edits have come back and I was reading through it yesterday and I was like oh my god like I I'm obsessed with this book <laughs> like I'm obsessed with it because it's it's my love letter to women everywhere to show them what's really um really in their field to create in their life like they have that potential that power to truly create whatever they like like I went from not being able to leave my house some days, so scared of speaking mm-hmm. to people, now writing two books and letting myself be seen in such a huge way, mm-hmm. sharing stories, 
these vulnerable raw stories that I've never shared with anyone in these books that I'm sharing with the world. Mm-hmm. So like it is possible for you to go from here to here, right? From point A to point B. Mm-hmm. And these books basically give you a step-by-step guide in how to do that. Yeah. And I think sharing our personal narratives and like that's, it's like beautiful of the process of creating anything, whether it's a book or a podcast where you're sharing your stories, because, you know, as an educator, I think the best way that people learn is from sharing stories and not only sharing stories, but sharing personal stories, well-crafted personal stories. This is what I went through. This is how I got through it. Here's how I can help you because that's what makes an impact. And that's what helps people grow and learn because if they are stuck somewhere and then they're not really sure where to go because no one's telling them how to do it by sharing their story, then they kind of get stuck there. But I think the greatest growth and learning is when we sit down with each other, especially women, like our power is within each other and sharing our stories. And a big feminine power is creation and creativity, that's femininity, where masculine energy is about the structure. So that way you have the structure to create and be free flowing. There's a nice balance of the two. So being able to create something that's going to help others that are stuck in certain points of their healing journey, because that happens, right? You're like, oh, I'm going to start my healing journey. Now I feel stuck. What's the next step? Where do I go from here? What do I do? And so creating tools and guides to help women just get through that stage and figure out how to do that is so important because when we have access to really great narratives and stories, we're more excited to then take that step and not fearful of it anymore. Yeah, so true, so true. And that's that's exactly why I share so many stories. I'm like, I could just go through and try and teach in this book, but also people can't always relate to that. They're like, okay, sure, you're telling me how to do that, but like how? Like yeah. how do I do that? Mm-hmm. You know, and then you give examples and I've given those examples in very vulnerable stories. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to take that on and I've learned that in my own journey as well it's like when people give me examples of how that's worked for them then I'm like it clicks you know something clicks yeah you um, feel connected to it you resonate it so you're like oh when you resonate you're like oh then I can do it too because this is a similar story to what I'm going through and I think it's so beautiful that you're talking about that the book is you know you don't have anxiety where because we attach that everyone that figures out or they get diagnosed or whatever the journey is that they're like, oh, I have anxiety or I'm anxious. Like you said, we attach that to our identity. And so everything we do then surrounds us with, oh, I'm limited because I'm anxious. I can't do that because it gives me anxiety. And it's like, we then become our own limit and anxiety then limits us to reaching our full potential, whatever that it may be. So how should women start reframing the narratives that are surrounding their anxiety? definitely just stop placing anxious after I am like anything you say with I am is basically like you said it's you're identifying with that it's like your whole body your whole soul is that and it's like that's not true it's just a small part of you that feels anxious so instead of saying I am anxious or I have anxiety it's like no there's a part of me that feels anxious right now not only are you disidentifying with that and you're, you're acknowledging that it is just a part of you, but you're also taking a step out of that and becoming more of an observer of 
that part of you as opposed to being in it and letting it take over your entire being. Your higher self doesn't have anxiety. Like your higher self is guiding you. Mm-hmm. And honestly, anxiety, I believe, is just guiding us to where we're not free. Mm-hmm. It's showing us that there's a part of us that needs attention and love within us. So mm-hmm. for me, that was my previous story of releasing emotions about my sister growing up, but there's been so many instances like my anxiety was basically a symptom or manifestation of suppressed emotion from my past, that story plus others. Mm -hmm. And when I was able to be with those emotions and really drop into my body and feel what was happening as an observer, as opposed to letting it take over my whole life, which it had for 17 years of my life, um, I was able to observe it, free it, and really start stepping into the next level version of myself. And I think it's so important to recognize that it it's not you. It's just a part of you. And when you can like hand on your heart, say, I know, I acknowledge this is just a part of me and I'm going to embrace it right now and allow it. Mm-hmm. You can learn so much about yourself by doing that. Mm-hmm. It's really beautiful. Yeah, I completely, because I, I mean, I've been through it too, where I'm like, where, where do these anxious thoughts, where is it coming from? What's the deep root? Because we shouldn't be feeling a high level of anxiety every single day. Yes, there may be certain situations where you feel anxiety and it comes up in certain ways and certain people and stuff like that. Like that level of anxiety. And I remember I talked to my therapist about that. If your anxiety is like a two, three, cause you're anxious. Oh, so I don't procrastinate an essay or you're anxious before you step on stage for a speaking event, or you have a little bit of anxiety before an interview. Like that's normal because you're excitedly nervous about something happening, but if you're like an eight, 10 on a daily basis and your anxiety is controlling all of your emotions, your decisions, what you do, and it's encompassing everything in your life, that's not okay. And when you're at that point, it's really crucial to, to talk to somebody about it, whether it be a professional and things like that, whether you find coping mechanisms to ground yourself and do a lot of self-work. Because like you said, your highest self does not have anxiety. It's intuition. It's an all knowing. It's a warm feeling where the anxiety is stopping you from reaching her. And she's like, she's like, she's clawing. She's like, no, no, like it's fine. It's going to be okay. Like you're on the right path. But then the anxiety is like, no, like, cause anxiety is there to keep you safe, like from a primal instinct, it's there to keep you safe. But we don't live in a time anymore where we need to worry about, you know, being chased by a wild animal and and stuff like that from like prehistoric hunter-gatherer days. Like we don't live that type of life anymore to have that high level of like fight or flight on a daily basis. And our brains aren't like recognizing the difference of a threat where maybe a little bit of anxiety happens you know, when you feel like you made a mistake at work and then you're really in that anxiety of, oh, I made a mistake at work. I'm going to get fired, right? Your brain doesn't realize that small threat because really like in the reality, we're not going to get fired. We're just being, you know, our anxiety is building up around it. And our brain thinks, oh, the fight or flight, it's survival mode. It goes, oh, I'm being chased by a tiger. Like that's what your brain thinks the threat is. And so you get heart palpitations, you start overthinking, you start sweating because your brain is perceiving that as an actual threat 
that it's really not anymore. Our brain is like, it's insane how complex that it is. And it's unfortunately sometimes plays a little bit of tricks on us where it really overgeneralizes what's actually going to happen, which really creates the high level you know, of anxiety. So where do you think a lot of our anxiety comes from? Yeah, I mean, there are so many things, right? Like I said, yeah. Oh God, so many, yeah. Yeah, and like we do, we react the same way as if we're being chased by a wild animal, but it could just be our alarm going off late or we made a mistake and we're like overthinking about that mistake over and over and over again. Like that, that to me was my life daily, you know, just little things like if it wasn't perfect I would think about it and it wouldn't just be that day it would be for days afterwards and then if I got over that something else would stress me you know it was constant and that obviously led to a lot of different health issues and things like that I think our anxiety really to me anxiety is a suppression of emotion Mm -hmm the same time there are so many contributing factors to anxiety as well like the foods you eat because your gut and your brain are directly connected so that's so important how much sleep you're getting Mm -hmm. um whether you're moving your body in a really nourishing intentional way Mm -hmm. um you know there's the people you surround yourself with can be a huge factor like there are so many little things that you can do every day that help you long term Mm -hmm. there's also like learning to breathe properly you know that's huge self-regulation practices like calming your nervous system down can be really helpful in my experience my anxiety had stemmed from a suppression of emotion from my past from my childhood Mm -hmm. that that those emotions that I hadn't fully moved through and allowed to release from my body when emotion is not felt and let's be fair like most of us suppress emotion because it doesn't it doesn't feel great it's uncomfortable (laughs) but so we're taught from a really early age that it's sort of not safe or not okay to experience some emotions Mm -hmm. like anger for example like so many women suppress anger they say they're not an angry person but we all experience anger you know at some point sadness or grief like we want to just move on and get on with it because it doesn't feel great to be in that like it's a horrible feeling but at the same time when we do that and unconsciously we feel safe to experience those emotions but when we do that we are pushing those emotions down they are remaining stagnant in our bodies and that is energy that is still sitting in our bodies so when the energy is still sitting in our bodies we are triggered easily the littlest things can set us oh. off we become reactive sorry about that you're good um <laughs> we become reactive we become like we have a short fuse or we are just on edge all the time mm-hmm. and so when we can be with that energy because emotion is just energy when we can be with that energy and move that emotional energy through our body and release it we are no longer on edge we are no longer triggered that easily we're no longer reactive And we can't experience, like I remember saying in the depth of my anxiety and depression, I just want to be happy. I just want to be kind. 
But then I like, I see, I'd see women that are confident and be like, why can't I have that? Like they must just be blessed with that. Mm -hmm. And here I was stuck at home, not being able to speak to anyone like, Mm -hmm. or being able to go to a party without alcohol, you know? Um, And they were just the stories I was telling myself, like, I can't have that confidence. But truthfully, Mm -hmm. all I wanted was to be happy and to, to be that woman, you know? and what I realized is when I started this work is you can't experience the full extent of joy and freedom and love when you're still holding on to emotions that are vibrating at the opposing frequency Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like if you're holding on to anger and resentment and blame and grief and all of those heavier emotions from the past you can't experience the full contrast of those emotions not to their fullest extent anyway Mm. and I started realizing that when I'd start having like intense oh I don't even know how to explain it like the magic that flows through your body when you're experiencing joy Mm. at this like whole new level and gratitude and like you're just so present with everything that's around you and that's another thing it brings as well is presence Mm -hmm. right complete presence for where you are because you're no longer holding on to things from the past that are dictating your future and your choices and your actions your behaviors your fears you're free to be where you are now and take inspired action to where you want to be as opposed to choices and action out of fear because you've got this emotion from the past Mm -hmm. so really you become more conscious, more present, and you're able to then create a life that you want to create intentionally as opposed to always making choices out of fear mm-hmm. because, emotion, because every emo- every fear is backed by emotion. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I kind of went off track there a little bit. But- oh, I love it. I'm like sitting here like, oh, this is great. I'm just like taking it all in. I was like, I'm resonating heavily with everything that you're saying. Yeah. And so if you truly want to experience happiness, you have to allow yourself to experience all emotion. Like we, mm. we, think, we think that being happy means like moving away from pain, avoiding pain so that we can experience pleasure. But if you want to experience happiness, you have to embrace both. Mm-hmm. It's a duality. It's mm-hmm. a duality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I lo- yeah. I, Tara, I was, I, like I said, I'm just sitting here like, wow, I love everything that you're saying. It's, <laughs> it's so, it's so true. I love that little, the little bit that you just said, where it's like, you can't experience the pure joy if you don't experience the suffering and pain. That's why there's a duality. That's why there, you have the, a little bit darker emotions of anger and sadness and anxiety. And then you have on the other net, you know, other end, happiness, joy, excitement, that's the whole point of the human experience. And I love that you said that. And I, I, this was something I've been working on too. Anxiety takes you away from the present. You are the most joyful happiness person when you're in the now, in the present with people, whatever that you're doing, whether it's you're with people and you're laughing or you're enjoying a great workout or you're enjoying a show that you're watching you know, just by yourself. Cause it's like your, your lovely pleasure of a show that you just have your me time or you're reading a book, right? Whenever we talk about, or like being at like a concert, like you're in the present of like that music and <clears throat> excuse me, it was just like, that's when you're the happiest. That's when you experience joy is that moment. 
And anxiety keeps you always worried about the future, the next step, or you're harping on the past, right? And we get stuck in the past or present. And that's where like the resentment and the anger and frustration of the past. And then the nervousness and the unknown and the fear of the future is what keeps our emotions preoccupied from the actual emotions that we want to have and enjoy and love life. Because yeah, even when you do the healing journey and do all the right things, you're going to have really bad days and that's okay. That's the duality. Things are going to be, you're going to have hard seasons and great seasons, but if you let your anxiety dictate most of your life, you're going to not enjoy the good seasons to the full of its potential. Cause you're worried about, you know, how many people that I've talked to when they, they have anxiety, they struggle with anxiety. They're like, I'm always afraid this is too good to be true. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop, right? Like they're having a really great season and they're like, you know, this is just, it's, it's too perfect. It's too good to be true. You know, something bad's probably going to happen now. Because so then we're worrying about the future. Just enjoy it. Enjoy the moment that you're in or the great season that you're in. It's so beautiful. It's so wonderful. And I agree with you that anxiety, a lot of it comes from the deep rooted suppressing of negative emotions that it's keeping you so heavy. And it is scary to sit with yourself or maybe sit with a professional or therapist, whatever, or a coach, what have you, or a really trusted friend and go through those really dark places to see where it's coming from. But once you do it, you then realize when the anxiety starts to come back, you're like, I'm having a moment and it's not forever. It's te- anxiety is temporary, just like any other emotion that we experience. It's temporary. It's a visitor. It's some energy. Okay. Why, why am I feeling this right now? Where is this coming from? Maybe I should go talk to somebody. Maybe I need to go for a walk. Maybe I need to do some deep breathing, like you said, and ground myself and not get stuck in the anxiety and not let it control you. So like you said, you can enjoy the actual amazing joyous parts of your life. So what are some things women can do on a daily or even a weekly, monthly basis even to help cope with their anxiety? Yeah, well, like you said, just be with it. Um, be with it, allow it to move through you, see it as an observer, seek help if you need to. I personally love to do what I call emotional maintenance. Mm-hmm. And it's like an intentional release of emotion. So I've got a playlist and I titled it Mm self-love and it's just all songs that ignite some sort of emotion in me. Mm. I will put on that playlist and I will, at the same time as I dance, I will breathe, intentionally breathe. As you're dancing and you're breathing, you're in the present, right? You're not thinking about anything because you're thinking about breathing and dancing at the same time. So you're doing that and then you just, as you're dancing as well, it's a really beautiful feminine way to move energy through your body. Um, but it helps sort of release stagnant energy in your body. So as these emotion, as these songs are igniting emotion within you, you're also helping your body release that energy and just allow whatever comes up for you. So I generally have my songs ordered from like I experience a bit of sadness and then a song will come on and it'll make me be angry and then I'll have a song come on that makes me feel 
sexy and then I'll have another song come on, come on that makes me feel more powerful, mm-hmm. you know, so I've got this playlist and I just move, allow myself to move through it. Um, shaking is another really beautiful way to pull yourself out of anxiety. So shaking your whole body because mm-hmm. your, bodily, your bodily responses are going nuts, right? Like you've got all of these things happening. Um, so shaking as well is awesome. But yeah, like just the emotional maintenance. I sometimes I'll feel okay, but I'll still intentionally go and do that just to keep myself at a grounded in a grounded space. It's really beautiful, and yeah, we feel a bit afraid to to be with ourselves, to allow that to move through us, to experience that emotion. <sighs> to me, that makes sense because we are taught to always seek external help instead of knowing that we have that power within us for ourselves we're taught that from a really early age so it doesn't feel natural to us just to go and sit with ourselves to allow that to move through us it feels really unnatural to begin with but the more you embrace it the more become it becomes comfortable like you're embracing the uncomfortable you're becoming comfortable with the uncomfortable Mm -hmm. that's when you're allowed that's when you're able to allow it to flow more easily um and it just becomes a part of your practice, a part of your life. And when emotions come up in the future, you're able to then take a step back, pause, reflect, and allow that to move through you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that, like like we spoke about, helps you stay in the now, in the present. And like there's this bliss state that we all have access to when we're completely deeply rooted in the present moment like you start seeing things differently you acknowledge the beauty that's surrounding you like you see colors more vividly like there's there it is a bliss state that's all I can describe it as when you're completely like grounded in the now Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah I think that's so beautiful to do especially like dancing like we always forget about like natural movement is like a way to help ease your anxiety because it is it's just it's just energy that's all that it is it's a manifestation of energy and emotion and just being with yourself because everyone like you said everyone's always like oh if I need help with something I need to you know externally go find the help which is okay like that's a great option but sitting with yourself and dancing with yourself or doing deep breaths or journaling whatever that you need to do you know doing yoga or pilates or just working out going for a walk like being with yourself and your own thoughts and no other stimulation like just like you and yourself and maybe some music or a podcast whatever that it is is so nice to be with yourself and like you said that's where you get present and then all of a sudden you're with yourself and when you're with yourself that's when the intuition starts meeting you because you're clearing the way for the intuition to open up if we're constantly distracted by you know our externals which is like our phones and worrying about you know work and family and significant others and all other people worrying about everybody else and not being with ourselves, it clouds our intuition. So when we are just with ourselves, whether and it could be even doing like a passive activity, like maybe you're just, you know, making the bed or you're washing the dishes or you're folding clothes. Like it's like you're, you're in like a meditative state when you're doing things like that. And so in your everyday life, just finding little moments to be with yourself and do those grounding activities, whatever works best for you and just being present with yourself then all of a sudden you start to get that voice of no, like it's okay. You're fine. 
you're safe. You made a mistake. It happens. You'll fix it. Or, you know, maybe you got into a fight with a family member or a friend or significant other. You get anxious about it. It's okay. They still love you. We're going to fix it. We're going to, you know, talk about it or whatever. And you start coming with, coming up with ideas for the solutions that the anxiety problems are being created from. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, Growth Mindset Gang. Have you ever been super overwhelmed, anxious, or stressed in your life due to maybe your job, your relationships, your friendships, your family, and you have all this inner turmoil and it can seem like there is no way out? I felt that way. I remember when I was on the train to work one day and I had this super influx of anxiety and I didn't even know where it was coming from. And I would talk to my friends and family and significant others about it, but I needed something more. I needed to talk to a professional. And so I started going to therapy because I realized I shouldn't live like this and neither should you. So today's sponsor is brought to you by BetterHelp, which is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you the access to the help that may not be available in your area. You just need to fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. That is two days, you guys. Then you schedule a secure video and phone sessions. Plus you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. I actually used BetterHelp when I started my therapy journey. It was one of the first options I looked at because I felt like I was so busy all the time. When would I have time to go to find a therapist and then go to therapy? And I remember I took a very simple questionnaire and they matched me with a therapist. She was super helpful and useful. And I was able to text her whenever I was feeling anxious. And I was like, this is amazing, right? And I know therapy can be a little intimidating at first and it kind of feels like dating and you kind of go through the different aspects and motions of it. But with BetterHelp, if you're not feeling the therapist that they gave you, they will switch it up and find someone better for you. So it takes the stress from you with finding a therapist that works. And you can request a new therapist at no additional charge at any time. So join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. And let me tell you, from my own experience with therapy, it is so amazing to talk to a professional about your anxiety and have them kind of go through specific scenarios and conversations with you so you don't feel alone and they give you helpful tools in order to take on and combat your overwhelm, your anxiety, and your stress because you guys know we shouldn't be living like this and we shouldn't be living stuck in our own heads and we should enjoy life and talking to a professional can definitely help with us to switch our perspective and grow our mindset. You can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash the growth mindset gal. That's better com slash the growth mindset gal. That link is going to be in my show notes. And if you're interested in therapy, this would be a beautiful, wonderful first step to see 
if this can work for you. And I hope you guys enjoy these services that it provides. And I hope that it helps you in your mindset journey. So I think it's really important for women to find time either in their daily, weekly, or monthly routine to find time to just be with themselves and give themselves the space to process their anxiety, to process their emotions and figure out solutions. Because like you said, yeah, we're taught from young age, suppress, suppress, like be, people don't like when people are experiencing negative emotions. Like everyone, if you want to be a people pleaser, like always be happy, always be upbeat and, but be like surface level happy. And like, don't go into the deep stuff because like that you're going to be too much for people. I think women growing up, we always were told a lot of it, like, you're going to be too much. So do not be too much. And so we have a lot of anxiety around going to that place and going to those emotions and seeing, you know, where I can find solutions and being with yourself because we're taught, oh, you know, don't even go to that place. Because if you go to that place, it's scary. People don't like it. And, you know, you're going to be too much for people. Yeah, it's really sad actually to be labeled as too much. And that really comes from, you know, to me, women are emotional feeling beings. Mm-hmm. We are really emotional. And that's and a gift. That, it's a gift to be like that. It's a superpower. Yeah. It's a complete superpower. And that has been labeled as too much. Mm-hmm. But that's only been labeled too much because our feminine and masculine energies are so damaged that men are out of touch with their feminine energy which is the part of them that can hold us in our femininity in our emotional mm-hmm. being in our emotional states mm-hmm. so they can't handle it or people that are out of touch with their feminine because it's been so suppressed mm-hmm. feels like it's too much because they they feel like it's too much to them. Like it's a projection, if Mm. that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so emotions really are your superpower. And you said something before about like, that's your connection to your intuition. It really is. I've got a chapter in my book, Becoming Her. And a part of that chapter talks about fear versus intuition. Mm -hmm. Um, Because a lot of the time we don't know how to determine the difference between. Yeah. I always get a lot of um, the question like, okay, so what's the difference between my anxiety and I'm just overthinking something. And then what is my actual intuition? You want to dive into that? A little bit. Yeah. So to me, if I could, if I just explain it briefly, Mm -hmm. fear, anxiety is charged by emotion. Mm -hmm. Intuition is a connection to yourself and your higher self. You struggle to connect to your higher self when you've got emotion charging the way you're thinking and feeling. When you release emotion, you've got a deeper connection to your intuitive state, to your higher self. Mm -hmm. So basically you'll have all of those bodily responses, those emotions come up when it's fear and anxiety. When it's intuition, it's a knowing. Mm-hmm. it's not backed by that emotional charge it's not backed by fear mm-hmm. does that make sense yes like I think from my own experience between like anxiety and intuition like you said in anxiety is very like you, your body has like a reaction to it so it's like heart palpitations and like heart racing and sweating and like things like that where 
when it's intuition, it's like this warmness and like calmness that takes over you. And you feel like this warmth and like good feeling in like your gut and your belly. Cause like, you know, your intuition, your brain and your gut are literally connected. So when you have that nice, warm, calm knowing of like, yes, this is it versus the fear and emotion. And like your heart is racing, your mind's racing with anxiety and you're filled with this uneasy feeling that's the complete difference where intuition is nice and warm and like welcoming. And so if you want to connect more to your intuition, the answer is to start being with yourself more, start experiencing what you need to experience to disconnect from that charged up anxiety and fear and connect further to your true self, which is that woman that does not, or that person that does not have anxiety. Mm-hmm. I love that. I'm just gonna we can just end it on that beautiful <laughs> note. I mean, like that's the way you can end a conversation. And you know, Tara, thank you so much for coming back on the pod. I was so excited for you to come back on because our first conversation was just so genuine and fun and and just like uplifting. And now this conversation, I just I feel so empowered by it. And I think the growth mindset gang will definitely feel empowered by it even more, just realizing that we have the power to look into our anxiety and dive into it and explore it rather than fear it. So do you want to, you know, plug yourself, where can people find you, follow you, your book, your Instagram, your coaching services, all those things? Yeah, first of all, thank you so much for having me back on. I love this conversation. Feels so good. So um, yeah, I'm excited for everyone to hear it and to re-listen to it myself. Um, but where can you find me? So Instagram is at it's Tara Swan and Swan has two ends. Um, my website is taraswan.com and I'll soon be releasing launch dates and launch event information. So I'll share all that as well, um, for you to, whether you want to pop it in the show notes or, or however it works. And yeah, I'll be sharing that on my Instagram as well. I'll be talking about it everywhere. So if you follow me on Instagram, you will not miss out on a thing. Perfect. And your coaching services that also on your website as well. All on my website. Yeah. On my website and linked in my bio on Instagram as well. Amazing. So I'll put everything, Tara, what you just said, I'm going to put it all in the show notes, your Instagram, your website, coaching services, all those great things. And thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. It was such a great conversation, like always. Yeah, thank you. Hey, Growth Mindset Gang, have you been struggling with finding the right health and wellness products to help you with your fitness goals because I've been struggling with it lately. I have been looking for ways that I can grow muscle. I've been looking for ways to endure longer workouts, especially after a long day of work. And my true goal for my fitness journey is to just become a stronger and be able to survive. the end of the day workout and I have found a fantastic health and wellness nutrition brand first form first form has such amazing products that really can help us on an individual level with our health and fitness goals some of my favorites that I've been trying out is the level one protein caramel latte 
let me tell you guys, it tastes amazing. And level one protein has helped me stay fuller longer. I've been putting it in my coffee in the morning because some days I wake up and I'm just not hungry right away. And unfortunately I have coffee and we all know having coffee on an empty stomach ain't it. So I started putting protein in my coffee to help fill me up so that way I don't get that anxiety crash midday if I'm just having coffee at first. And also I've been putting in my coffee the amazing salted caramel collagen powder. Oh my God, you guys. It tastes, first of all, also tastes amazing. And I can even tell the difference between my hair, skin and nails. My skin has definitely looked clear my hair I've been seeing it in some mirrors and I'm like wow she's shiny and also my nails haven't been breaking you know as frequently as they do between the two weeks that I get them done it's been helping me so much I'm also been using the pre-workout pink lemonade and this has been really helping me get through those after work workouts I work from 4 to 5 p.m and let me tell you before this pre-workout, I would be struggling after a strength session and walking on the treadmill. I would be screaming. But now, after I'm done with my strength workout, I am still pumped to get on that treadmill and last the entire hour of my workout. And also, it tastes really good. And I've never used pre-workout before, so I was a little nervous if it's going to make me anxious and things like that. But this pre-workout has helped me so much with good long-lasting energy in a workout that doesn't carry on beyond the gym it's not like I can't fall asleep at night so these products have been very inviting and very easy to use where I've always been a little bit timid of going into protein powders and pre-workout because usually when I see them they're kind of intimidating to look at but First Form is such a wonderful brand they also have vegan options as well for protein powders collagen pre-workout so on and so forth and last but not least I'm also in love with their protein bars the chocolate chip cookie dough fan favorite of the house Nate and I love those protein bars we put in our bags in the morning and that's our little snack right before we work out so that way because you know that after work workout we are starving so having that protein bar right before the workout helps me sustain my energy and help with my muscle growth because those are the goals so if you are interested in exploring these products to improve your fitness journey, the links are in my show notes. And also feel free to DM me on Instagram at the Growth Mindset Gal for any questions that you may have on different types of products. Absolutely love, highly recommend. Okay, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this interview with Tara. Again, Tara, thank you so much for being on the pod. Loved having you back on. Such a great conversation as always. If you want to connect with Tara, follow her on Instagram. Her Instagram is linked in the show notes and her website where her book and her coaching services are also linked in the show notes. If you enjoy this episode, make sure to share it with someone who would enjoy it. Please share it on your story. Tag me, tag Tara in it. I'd love to see how our conversation helped you in your everyday life with redefining anxiety. And remember, Grow your mindset and look how far you'll go. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Growth Mindset Gang, I have an amazing offer to share with you. I have recently created a mindset coaching 
program. Now, if you're listening and you struggle with imposter syndrome, people-pleasing, overthinking, needing external validation, low self-esteem, indecisiveness, perfectionism, fear of failure, or lack of confidence, this coaching program can be aligned and serve you. With this coaching program, you would sign up with me for three months to receive one-on-one coaching via Zoom. We would meet either weekly or bi-weekly for 45 minutes to about an hour and really get clear on your mindset journey and what's the woman or who's the woman you want to become. Along with the weekly or bi-weekly Zoom calls with me, you would have a daily accountability messaging with me via Slack. So I do my daily check-ins with you and see how you're doing with your progress in between our sessions. You will also have access to the resource library that I will create where I will give you journal prompts. I will give you weekly self-reflection templates. I'll give you even book recommendations or we do a little mini book club together with a self-development book. Also, I'm going to be creating a Facebook group to also grow a community in this mindset coaching program. And if this feels aligned with you, you can also receive a huge investment discount if you are the first three to sign up with the three-month coaching program. If you are interested in this coaching program, you feel aligned, or you just want to talk to me and test it out and see if it works for you, you can click the link in my show notes to fill out a Google form to share with me what you want to work on and who's the woman that you want to become. How do you want to grow your mindset and fulfill and improve your mindset journey? And I will contact you. We hop on a discovery call for an hour and we talk about what are you struggling with right now? right? Where do you want to see yourself in three months? And I create a unique program just for you. And I'm here to be your coach, your supporter, and help you in your journey. So if this sounds amazing with you, or you just want to see and test it out, fill out that form. And when you fill it out, I'll contact you right away and help create a wonderful program to create your most authentic self. Audio Podcast Network.